All right, welcome to part four of the Marriage in the Garden series on the More Excellent Way podcast. And today we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter three, and we're going to be looking at the first few verses. And particularly what we're going to talk about today is Satan's attack on marriage. And the reason why we want to look at this is because I believe that the same way that he attacked marriage then, that he uses some of the same principles Mm. even now wow. and particularly it's not just about marriage i want to also bring that up it's not just about him getting a husband and a wife to fight he wants to stop and get in the way of god's will in any way that it is manifest on the earth and he wants to really squash the image of god mm. multiplying and growing on the earth and so one of the greatest ways to do that is to attack a husband and wife mm. and so we want to learn what did satan do in even in the garden to say, wait a minute, is he still doing the same thing to me? Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. We pick up in Genesis chapter three and it says that it warns us that Satan is crafty. He is sneaky. He is manipulative and he will find whatever way he can. And it's not always obvious, Nicole. I think that's the one thing we need to even remember. Like we've seen this in our marriage that it's not always obvious mm -hmm. how Satan gets in there and tries to sow discord. And it's not just about really discord that he wants. Satan uses two things that we're going to really emphasize here. He wants to isolate you. Right. And when he has you in isolation, he also wants to deceive you. And ultimately he wants you to be, and I say two of them, put three, and he wants us to disobey God. So isolation, deception, and disobedience. Yes. Okay. Right. Because, you know, so in, in we going back and it all fits together, like, Adam and Eve were both created in the image of God. They were right. given dominion over everything. And so I know this is part, one of those parts in the Bible where it's like, Oh, do you really believe this, this talking serpent thing? You know, I don't know how he talks audibly, but we do know in, in this narrative, in this story here, that Eve is that ad, that God has given them. And he's told them like you can eat of anything except this one. And particularly we know he said it directly to Adam. We have the, uh, at least in the Genesis account, he says that you can eat of everything except mm, this freedom right <laughs> but then so that's right god gives freedom you can have everything adam except this one thing mm -hmm. but then when satan comes in and he says this he kind of gives it this idea of this limit and this lack you know like you, you know like god's holding out on you he tries mm. to present it but before we even get into that i don't know what the conversation with eve looked like but we, but it does seem pretty clear here. He's having some kind in some way. There's this communication going on with him and her. He's not like Satan that comes in and says, Hey, both of y'all come over here so I can talk to y'all about something. Mm. It's not like definitely he didn't do something like, Hey God, Hey, can you come here? I want to talk to your two kids about something, mm. right? He really tries to, to get one or the other. And I'm not even trying this, the story It's like, it's either one when he pulls either one, the husband or the wife over into isolation. I believe we get into trouble yeah, because we yeah. just went through in Genesis chapter two. It was not good for Adam to be alone, that he has a helper suitable to him. Right. So they fit each other. They're good. They're better off together than they are apart. Right. And we all, whether you're married or not, we're better off in relationship than we are in isolation. 
Right. So if you don't find yourself in community, we want to highly encourage we're better off in community than we are alone. And even for couples, I want to even encourage couples that even your marriage needs to exist within community that your marriage, just you and your husband, wife, y'all are the closest, more intimate form of community. Yeah. But even your marriage needs to reside in a community. Right. To right. help it thrive and point yes. out. Yeah. Yes. So going back to this, so he does, he gets Eve kind of off to herself in some way. We know Adam is in, in proximity and he begins to do some things here in Nicola to her. Right. Like what? <laughs> did you get one to, you know, did God really say kind of trying to get mm. her to doubt? God's, right. God's word, right? Yeah. That's one way we see Satan working. Mm-hmm. Did God really say he's twisting, manipulating God's word here? You must not eat from any tree in the garden. You see how he switched that? God says mm-hmm. you can eat from any tree in the garden except this one. Right. Did God say you can't eat from any tree in the right. garden? Adding to stuff. And, but, you know, and she tries to speak back and says, you know, we can't do this because if we do eat from it, you'll die. And he goes, you will not certainly die. In fact, if you eat from it, you will be like God. That always gets me right there. <laughs> You'll yeah. be like God. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, what, how does it get you? Just because it's like God already <laughs> was like, I'm going to make them in my image, you know, um, and his presence was with them. He was, you know, walking with them. And it later on, you see that that was happening. There was a relationship there. So it's like there's not this lack, you know, if I'm reading at it right, you know, looking at it right. It's like there was not a lack in relationship or companionship or provision that God had, he, you know, and here now it's being his, his it's being distorted, you know. Keyword you said there, I think, is good as lack, right? Um, and that's powerful because when we feel like somehow, because really what Satan is like, in some way, God is holding out on you here. Yes. Like you'll be like God because you'll have access At, to all the all knowledge of it. He has. You don't have enough. And, and don't we just wrestle with that so much? I want to catch I'm Not good enough. I'm not. Let's catch I don't have point. enough. Right. That's the part right there. Sometimes it's like in, 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 in relationships, it's like, when we feel what happens when we feel like we are not enough or we're not getting enough. Oh yeah. That's a key critical point. Yes, it is. Is when I don't feel like I'm enough. (laughs) Right. When there's something about me that's whether it's not worthy or I'm not lovable, Mm -hmm. that's going to make me move and do something to deal with that because that's distressing. That's not comfortable. It's hard to stay Mm -hmm. in that place. So Mm -hmm. I've got to do something with that. Mm -hmm. Either I make myself go away Mm. to kind of like, like, don't look at me. I'm unclean. I'm not worthy. Right. Right. But then at the same time, though, the conflict that comes up in our soul in that place is, but we want to be loved. Yeah. We want to we be wanna be connected and seen and uh, like you said, loved and yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. But then the flip part of it is, is this sense of maybe it's like I am lovable, but nobody will love me. They won't show up for me. Mm. Right. So I'm not getting enough. Right. And that's going to make me move too. That's going to make me do something. Do something right? as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say like, and I'm not even trying to like say which one's like good or bad, but the point is, is being aware of it. Yes. Because I like that when you said there's lack or not enough mm-hmm. is going to make us move. And so he kind of creates this distortion in her mind, right? He's got her off to herself and it's like, and you're right. Cause she's made in the image of God, but she's not able to, uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm missing this. So forgive me, y'all, but I'm just want to go with this. Right. Because I think we, that can happen to us sometimes. Like we forget who 
whose we are and who we are and that image kind of going back to what we talked about in the first part of this series. Right. And that really messes with us. We need that grounding place. Right. That place of, of feeling like in that connection, really, because he's he's really messing with her connection with God. Here. Mm-hmm. So he's got her out of connection. It feels like it seems like here in this place with her husband. But then he's also messing with her connection with God. With God. So now if, to me, if I'm just looking mm-hmm. at this part, it's like Eve is here in this place and she's got to do something here. She's got a choice to make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we, like you said, I think earlier said, is, is he doing the same thing to me? You know, mm-hmm. it's like when these things come in and it's causing us to think um, that we have a lack um, you, you mentioned that we have to make a move, mm-hmm. you know, here it's like, are we going to move towards God or move towards what we think can help us to, um, allow that, that thing to come about for us to no longer feel that sense of lack, you know, or we're going to move towards whatever thing that's calling out to us and, and, and influencing us. Yeah. And I don't know. And I know theologians really go back for the, like, when did, when was sin birthed? Right. And I don't know, but I do know that this is a place where sin really becomes rampant. Right. Meaning, cause you just nailed it. What is she going to do here? I think God can handle us struggling in our thoughts and our feelings, right? Because I want to catch that. The deception was not just a cognitive one. I believe it even was something that was affective. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? it says she, then she looked and she desired. Like, yeah. so, there I don't you know. go. go no, that's good. <laughs> right. But then I like that. So what's the move she's going to make? I believe mm-hmm. it's okay. We need to be able to be okay with we are not enough in and of ourselves. Yeah. We're not. And you know what? People are not going to be enough for us. Mm. And what I mean by that is we have been given this, we've been created in the image of God mm. and God bless us. He wants us in connection with him. Nothing else outside of him will ever be able to satisfy all the deepest desires of our soul. But let me go to this. Though. Only you satisfy. Right. The key <laughs> is, is God wants us to come and present our, our requests and our struggles and our feelings to him. Mm-hmm. And also, I believe that's the model also for a relationship with other people mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, this is where I'm at right now. And I'm struggling. Maybe it's in you. And how you're feeling and how you're seeing yourself. Right, right. And being, now this, I know this is super vulnerable, right? To allow someone to know that. Mm. Because it feels like everything in our culture and society, Nicole, and this in us tells us, don't do that. That's too scary. Right. Don't let them see that vulnerable place. Right. Or even a feeling. And like- we've been there. And I know I've been there. Like, mm-hmm. definitely, like, don't let Nicola see that. You know, James, just push on, be strong, look like you got it together. Mm. And man, I love it when I'm as a therapist and a guy can get to a place and he can say, I feel like a horrible failure. Mm-hmm. And I just like stop. The wife will, I'm like, stop. That's huge. And mm-hmm. I, I know it's not the same for every guy. I'm sure women feel probably there's oh, women yeah. that feel the same, but like, oh, yeah. for a guy to get to that place and drop into that vulnerability and say, this is what's happening in me. This is my dark place that I am working so hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. And that's why I end up in some of the struggles that I've ended up in, whether it's pornography, workaholism, drugs, alcohol. It's really for some, some guys, it's like, I don't feel like enough. Mm-hmm. And that not feeling like enough is unbearable. Mm-hmm. And if I can't beat Beating it, mm-hmm. then I've got to find some way. 
Mm-hmm. to deal with it and that to goes to right that and that's where sin comes mm-hmm. in right once again instead what god wants us to do is like to be able to come to him and say this is where i'm at mm-hmm. this is where i'm struggling i don't feel like enough and then god can minister to us and speak to us in those places and remind us of the truth of who we are and connect with us absolutely but then also you know i wish that i could have every time when i struggle in that place come to you and say wow this is where i'm at and I don't know why, like there's nothing ever when I look back on it, Nicola, I could say like mm. me being vulnerable with you. Now I'm, you, there's not like, you can't be perfect, but when I, when I'm truly vulnerable, I can't ever say there's a time when you drop me. Right. I think sometimes I wonder, you know, like if I go to this person and I say, Hey, I'm hurting like this or I'm, I'm, I'm not able to hold up whatever. It's like, are we afraid that we're in some way going to like let them down or disappoint them, especially if, you know, that person is looking to you for, I don't know, fill in the blank for being an awesome mom, for being an awesome dad, for any of that. You know, Mm -hmm. I think those times, there are times even in parenting, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm falling so short right here, you know? And I'm just like, you, you, it just, put that weight on and makes it feel that much heavier but then i see moments where i'm just like okay mom needs a time out um here's some movies it's not you it's me i just need a few minutes and so they like the understanding that comes from that me not choosing to I don't know, stand in my own strength or or mm-hmm. or hide that thing from them. Because sometimes when we're struggling, people can see it anyway. Wow. But I think I love what you're saying. And I think that's the part that I want to get at here. Is breaking that fragilely fabricated utopia and just shattering it. Mm. Right. This place of like this, 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 that it's not really true. Right. That even here in the garden, Adam and Eve did not have like this sense of perfect knowledge. They were not self-sufficient. They were never at any point created to be self-sufficient. They were always created to be independent upon God's love and care and provision and to rest in that. Mm -hmm. And that's and I say that to them, but also for us. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like I want to give that gift to us and to, to, to the listeners like, right recognize that place of vulnerability that comes and you might not be able to totally see it because we get so good at protecting it Mm, and with good reason, because when it gets touched, it hurts. Yeah. And maybe there's been a time that you've experienced something in your past when that vulnerability got exposed and you were shamed in that place Mm -hmm. or you were left alone with it or you were told and and not maybe directly. And I can't help you carry that. You got to do that yourself. Right. Right. And so you've learned in, in for very good reasons not to do that. Oh, haven't we experienced that? Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And so I guess I want to just come back to that, though. But that's the thing. And so in this place of where, what happens is Satan, want, that's where Satan will, will come in and he wants to find those vulnerable places in us. Mm. And he wants us to get isolated he did and, and he like ministers deception to us right and ultimately like breaks like what god like the idea that of two being bond, one yeah. that bond mm-hmm. and that bond with with 
God and that bond with our spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what he wants to do. Um, and so now here's what, what does that mean for us? Catch ourselves when we feel ourselves moving towards isolation, catch that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what's going on there? What is it we're moving away from and what, are, and, and if, what are we moving towards and what's the point? You know, what's the purpose? What are we trying to accomplish? Right. And really catching that and being able to move and, and kind of find safety and move towards vulnerability in which I want to warn, like and what I'm talking about is really hard. If you find Absolutely. yourself and you're listening yeah. and you're in a very distressed place. And even as we talk about like at the end of the podcast, we usually kind of give ideas about things to meditate upon, to pray and, and invite God into, or uh, just things you can do. If you're in a really distressed place, it's hard to do. It right? is. But really you need that time where there's going to be that, that wiser, stronger other who maybe has some distance from the problem that can have a different, bigger view of it that can help walk with you. Right. Bring some sense of order in yes. what may feel very chaotic. Slow the process. Down um, right. To help right. you see you and feel you and to see your partner and feel your partner and where they are mm-hmm. and, to, to, and to be in that place where you get to, to help you in that place where it makes sense that you get stuck. And you're not stuck there because you're bad people. You're stuck there because we all struggle. We all struggle. And it's hard to understand what you're wanting, what you're needing, while also making space for where where your partner at. Especially if you're in the process where sometimes when we get stuck in those places, we hurt each other. Mm-hmm. While yeah. we also need each other. So anyway, I just wanted to right. give that caveat as we're talking about this and make that space like, please be willing to talk to someone. Yeah. But we just want to once again highlight how does Satan attack Adam and Eve? He comes in, he creates a sense of isolation. isolation. And in that isolation, mm-hmm. he begins to mess with your identity, mm. I believe, in isolation. God's spoken word and truth. That's right. So exactly, because in isolation, he just you're alone and you're vulnerable in isolation Mm -hmm. and he begins to just really work on you in that place. And then deception, deception, like confusing, even taking your good feelings and thoughts and getting them all off, 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 off key and off and where you're just like kind of feeling ah, confused and frustrated and angry and. Just, 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 you know, just so you see even with Adam and Eve, like all of a sudden. So, but then let me just go back into their, into their story. So he gets Eve off and then he turned and Eve turns to Adam and we know Adam clearly heard the words that God told him. You can have, you can eat from any tree in the Mm -hmm. garden except this one, but he, she turned and he ate. Yeah. Right. He didn't bust that in a, it is written like how Jesus did right. when the uh, Satan tried to tempt him um, to say, do this and do that. And Jesus was like, it is written. Right. <laughs> and I think that's, but a, yeah, no, you nailed it. And that's a good point. Like we need, that's part of why God's word is good. And I want to make sure we say this, like, why is God's word good? It's not just for the words on the page and just to have a cognitive ascent, but it's this way. Like, I want to be able to take this. You just nailed it. Like how you just went from Adam and Eve to Jesus. <laughs> Cause Jesus is the second Adam, right? Right. There's, and he provides this example of yeah. what does it mean? Right. And so even when Satan comes in to try and get Jesus off on his own and throw him off, Jesus comes in, he stands in and it's like, this is written. Mm-hmm. I know. And really when he's saying that, written, I know I, that I know that I don't know that I don't know. I know what the word says about yes. me. And I want to encourage you with the listeners, like, no, like you are a child of God, a child of the King. You're created mm. in his image that like he knew you in your mother's womb, that even, you know, Psalms 139, mm. um, 
that you are. You've been adopted into the family of God. Yes. And so when Satan comes against you, and I, here's why I think this is important, Nicole. Like we say this sometimes at, at seminars and conferences. Always guard the fact that your partner is not your enemy. Yeah. Satan right. is always the enemy. That's right. Like even when Peter was like, Jesus, you can't die on the cross. He's like, Satan, I rebuke you. Right. He didn't rebuke Peter. He's like, I see Satan's trying to sift you and he's trying to use you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Peter. I got you. I prayed for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so always watch that. Even with your partner, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I see what's going on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Satan, you ain't going to have me. And you're not going to have my spouse and even guarding your thoughts. Cause Satan will do that. Oh. He will get you all twisted up in Those your head. Fiery darts, little daggers. You have your <laughs> own argument and destroy your partner in your mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> You dismantle it. <laughs> right. Dismantle, dismember. And so catch that, right? Yes. And, and, and. and as you say that, you know, like the, the scripture that talks about, you know, to catch every thought that seek to exalt itself above, above the knowledge of God, you know, to pull those thoughts down. You know, it started right there. He's like giving us he's trying to set us up to walk walks us successfully in in his word and with him you know Mm -hmm. um don't let those those thoughts just bombard you and overwhelm you and overcome you creating that deception and disorder and and chaos and confusion and even if you get to that place and you recognize it yeah come back around to that truth that is written like lord what does your word to say about this like we mentioned earlier mentor or counselor or what have you how can I get regrounded and anchored back into the truth um, mm-hmm. where deception was trying to come in? That's right. Yeah. And so, I mean, and so just really catch that once again, how does Satan come in and find ways and that isolation can look like so many ways. You're so busy that you don't make time to connect with each other. Mm. It's one. Mm-hmm. Just the normal, normal course of life. It can happen. It could be right. your cute, lovely little bundle of joys, right? <laughs> it could be that. It could be your career. Mm-hmm. Like I, one thing, I sometimes and, and we're getting ready to run out of time. But even for couples in modern society, you can be so busy chasing and trying to build that career. Sometimes, like, be willing to let go of some things to honor your relationship. Mm. Don't let your don't let the things that you go after create put you in isolation. Right. That's a hard one. It is because it feels like we don't have enough and we're not enough without these things. Right. Requires intentionality to back up and become aware. And so we can commit Mm -hmm. to what's going to allow us to flourish Mm -hmm. and be aware of that deception ways which Mm -hmm. we're being deceived and who we are and who our partner is. Remember you're both Mm -hmm. created in the image of God. Yeah. Right. So just kind of like in summing this up, be very careful and look at that. That Satan wants to, how is Satan coming in? Cause your marriage, once again, we said it before has a divine purpose and plan in the will of God. And Satan is not going to just stand by and leave you alone to go do God's will. It's just not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. not who he is. You know, he is the enemy of God and the enemy of God's people. And so you must be aware cause he's a, a roaring lion, just going to and fro and sometimes that to and fro is in your own home and it's in your own marriage right and being aware of how he wants to come in and he wants to divide and conquer and ultimately what he wants is not just your marriage he is trying to stop the will of god and maybe that's the influence you have on your children 
It's the influence you have in your community. It's the influence you have. And not just talking about your influence, like your image. It's not image, but it's really like living out. Because, Impact, yeah. Yep, going to Ephesians, which I know we said we wouldn't, but it's that part where it's like, Paul says, I talk in a mystery, but I'm really talking about Christ in the church. And I really believe what he's saying is when marriage is functioning the way that God designed it from the very beginning, it puts God on display. Wow. It puts God on display. Mm. Yeah. So, Nicola, what's mm-hmm. your excellent point? Um, you mentioned that <laughs> um, how the enemy goes about like a roaring lion. Um, uh, there's another scripture that I just love, and I may butcher it a little bit because this is not my strength area. But is that the eyes of the Lord goes throughout the earth, looking to show Himself strong? In someone, right? Will that be you? The man whose you know? heart is perfect towards him. Whose heart is, thank you, babe. You're my word. You're my word, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't give you the right address right now. So, uh, yeah, but it's like our, our hearts, is my heart postured towards God? And how can he, how can I invite him in to allow his written word to impact? what may feel chaotic in my life right now. All right. And I think my excellent point, once again, is just slowing down to be aware of what's happening in the moment and to say who or what is influencing me. Yes. I want God to influence me. Yeah. More than myself. (laughs) Amen. Or all the other influences. Well, once again, thank y'all once again for being spending this time with us. We just hope that this yeah. this podcast has inspired you and equipped you to go about your relationship with God and each mm, other in a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. God bless you. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.